So welcome back to More Than a Survivor, and this is season two. So like I said, this season we were going to mix it up a little bit, and I shared my trauma in season one and gave a perspective from my point of view. This season is going to be a little different. We're going to get some different points of views from some different survivors. Um, and maybe this, well, I'm trusting and believing this will help someone identify and know that they can make it through, know that they are more than their circumstances. They are more than what happened to them. So today we're being joined with a phenomenal soul. And I just want to say hi, beautiful. Hello. So, um, let's really dive in and let's talk about because you know more than a survivor is not trauma bonding we're not going to trauma bond but i really want you to share your story and share what ha what helped you get through and what you held on to so tell us a little bit about the trauma you experienced okay um my trauma was more based on physical at the end mental building up and when you say physical and mental, are you, you, you mean abuse? Yes, abuse. Okay. Abuse. And um, how, like, um, we're not going to give away your name or anything like that, but a little bit about your background. You, um, you're a mom, right? Yes. Yes, I am a mom of seven, six girls, and one boy. And this trauma didn't really it just affect you. It affected your little people. It did. It did. And, uh... I think that's what affected me more was that I had children. Um, I think that also saved me too, because I feel like if I didn't have children, I probably would still be in that situation. So let's talk about that. Like, how did you make it out? What was the turning oh, point for you? What was the, I can't do this anymore. What was the bottom? I think my turning point was with me having girls and then being close to the age of teenagers and me actually trying i didn't know myself at all i was lost i got lost with trying to make other people happy and at that point i'm like okay well now it's time for me to build on to my kids how do i build on to my kids and i'm lost that's important. I don't want them, yes, like I don't want them to loop or me teach them something wrong and they have to go fix it later on in life like I was doing then. Um, so this so much arguing. So this kind of, you figured out that this kind of was something that you've been dealing with your whole life. Like from yep. the time you were small and you decided, you made a decision, I'm not going to pass yep. this on to them. And that's what saved you. Yep, unbeknowingly, like I didn't even know I was doing that yet, but I was like, yeah, like this isn't going to work. Um, I watched myself, my pain from the situation for a long time. So after me watching my pain, I was like, because you know, they say women leave mentally first. Mm -hmm. So after I kind of did that a little bit, then I started looking at it from the outside, looking in. That's only until then I can see where my kids was being affected by it. Now, in your like, okay. escape, 
this was different because this caused this added an extra layer to the trauma because like you said you're a mom of seven you decide to break free you decide to leave and it was something different like you had a big decision to make and what was that decision it was my decision i decided to leave my home state and go seven hours away from where we was at with nobody <laughs> with nobody on top of that i had one child that family was really active um in her life and um i made a decision to let her stay back with her family as I left with my other kids. I've never been separated from none of my kids ever since they popped out the Uchinana. <laughs> so, like that whole situation by itself was a journey before I even left. So, you left everything, everyone you knew behind, and also yes. you left one of your seven children just to get yes. away, just to break free. Now, everybody yes. says, get out, get out, get out from abuse. And they don't tell you what that's like mentally. They don't tell you what that can do to you spiritually. Can you shed some light on not just going through this experience, but going through this experience with six children looking at you afraid, yes. being in a place none of y'all knew, and also what it did yeah. to you as a person to leave one of your children behind yes. seven hours away? Yeah. So we had never been anywhere past where we were at anyway. <clears throat> I had never been anywhere since I was like four. You know, I always had this voice repeatedly, so I was already looping. Cause I already knew I wanted to get out of my hometown for years. My oldest um, will be 12 this year. So it's been for years, I was already looping doing that. I was ready for a change already. Um, my thing is I, I, I purchased our tickets and I still did not pack until the nights before because then i was like oh oh my god i think i'm really i'm really going to do this <laughs> so it was already that was traumatic packing by itself me trying to figure out oh am i really doing the right thing um i don't want to take my kids out of their their home elements i you know but i'm like i, I gotta do this because i know i felt just for a fact if i was to stay things were not going to get better at all was your life in danger was there Yes. I feel like if I would have stayed, um, I had, it would be no me right. or I would be in jail away from my babies. So where did you find the strength? What gave you the strength to leave everything behind, to leave with nothing, but your six children and leave one of your children behind knowing that this is, this was it. This was, you couldn't take it anymore. This was a unhealthy situation. Like, and Having everything stacked against you, you had no job to where you were going, you have no family, but where did you tap in and find the strength? What was it like when you made that decision and you didn't turn back? You made this decision and you followed through. Yeah. I mean, that in itself is profound. That in itself yeah. is strong. But now yeah. you're somewhere seven hours away, you know nobody, yeah. you have nothing, and you're yeah. missing a child. I yeah. want you to talk about that. What gave you that strength and what kept you going in those moments? Yeah. I feel like survivors take away from their self. Survivors, they've been surviving since probably they came out the womb. Mm -hmm. And they have survival instincts. 
I feel like, um, <clears throat> I feel like I was always looking for, looking for something. Always, people always say they're looking for something. They don't know what it is, but they feel like something's missing. No matter how much money they go get or who they, they just feel like it's something missing. My hope and faith on my blessings that I just felt were mine kept me going. When you have hit bottom and don't have nothing, where there's nowhere else to go but up. Well, for some people, they don't know how. So what, yeah. what got you through this? You know what I'm saying? I know I've been there. I know when you just yeah. can't take it anymore, when your life is on the line and you have steps yeah. of eyes looking at you for everything. And in the beginning, you do it for them. But somewhere along the line, you find yourself. What got yeah. you through? What what pushed you? What motivated you? Because you're more than a survivor. That takes strength. That takes yeah. essence. That takes power that is unfathomable and i honestly take my hat off to you because i don't know if i could do it i had all of mine with me and i have four yeah. but you did it and you did it leaving behind one and you kept going they don't tell yeah. you that because you have nothing because you're starting over somewhere with nothing and nobody yeah. a lot of a lot of people go back to the abuse because they know it it's scary to be out here and in the world with nothing but people really little people looking to you for everything and it can break you but you yeah. kept going what kept you yeah. going oh, um man me wanting to be a better me for them but not only for them for myself i feel like i hit a certain place to where i wasn't growing anymore I was stagnated mm. I couldn't reach any more teachings everything that I learned already was not taking me nowhere I know where I was at at that point in time I learned everything I need to learn like they say once you reach a goal that's it that's that's not it you have to make a new goal but you also had I to heal you had to heal what yes. you saw, this was something different. Like you grew up seeing this. This is something yeah. that you knew. How did you heal doing all of this? Rebuilding not just yourself, but rebuilding your life for your littles and getting your other child back in a place yeah. that was seven hours away from anywhere else you yeah. knew. You are here by yourself yeah. and not just rebuilding financially, not just rebuilding you know, physically, but you were rebuilding spiritually and mentally and healing things yes. that you had been taught that you had saw that was normal, that you knew was not for you. How, how did you do that? That takes enormous strength. It do, it do. Like I had to go, yeah, because it was a point in time, everything everybody was telling me was just like, I didn't hear, like I didn't hear it. When they were talking to me, like it was just silent. Like I could see their, their lips moving, but I couldn't hear them talking. It was one point where I tapped in with myself, with my higher self. Because I feel like if you go through so much trauma, people will be like, well, damn, where is my, my angels at? Where is everybody at that's supposed to help me? You had to help you though. You helped you. You yes. saved you. What would you tell young you? 
what would you tell little you that experienced the trauma first? Like what you would tell your, your littles because your littles have now seen the same thing you saw as a child. What did yeah. you do different to heal yourself and tell yourself and heal the little you that also you tell them? Yeah. I would tell myself to listen to myself more. Take my own advice. I'm not wrong. Most of 10 times out of 10, what I was feeling was right versus what somebody else was telling me that I needed to do. I would tell myself that uh, the problems that came from other people is not my problems. And I don't always need to solve them to feel okay with myself. It's okay to say no. It's okay not to go along with what everybody else is going along with. It's okay to make myself feel okay versus making everybody else feel okay and I'm not okay with the decisions that I make. And that's a big thing. That's people pleasing. And I feel like yes. when we don't know who we are and we see people pleasing, it's kind of taught to us when we don't, as a child, when you learn to stifle your voice to make someone else happy, you keep practicing yes. it. You keep practicing it. And then you come really good at it. And each yep. time you do that and you deny yourself, you deny who you are, it, yes. you, you, you die a little inside and then you take more, you take more and you take more because you feel like you have to please everyone else. Meantime, you don't you know do. yourself. So the question and I have for you taught. is. Yes, that's something that you're taught. Yes. And I had to learn that. Like I watched my mom, my grandma, aunt be passive and not and not listen to their true their true intuition their true guidance which is which was their self which i don't have my mom or my aunt anymore but i believe if they listen to their self more they will still be here so you broke this generational trait you broke this generational habit that had been passed down and you do different now. How do you teach your littles and how do you continue to honor your voice and your intuition? And how did you stop people pleasing? Oh, that was that was really hard. <laughs> I'm still getting over that now. But the first step was to figure out what, what I had to find myself. And you did. I had to figure out what I, I wanted because yes. I I made myself from what other people wanted. I made this false image, false everything from what other people wanted. So now I'm like, what do I want? I know what I don't want, mm. but how do I find what I want? So that was a whole nother journey. I had to literally do something new every day. That is beautiful. That is so beautiful. Like, it was so hard though like it's never easy and i also did not see my change until somebody actually was like look how far you have came and i was like oh <laughs> well let's talk it. about that you came so far you got your seventh child back um yes, you healed you you started with nothing but then everything started to fall into place now, like you said, you were in it, so you didn't see your growth. But how did it feel when you took a second and saw how far you come? And just to give them a background, 
you did some heavy lifting with healing work, with with spiritual work, with work oneself, to where as though you yes. went from unhealthy, leaving everything behind, breaking free from this horrible, like trauma, traumatic relationship that was basically life or death, leaving yeah. a child behind, to fast forward within a year, being healthy, yeah. being spiritually whole, still healing, but yet yeah. in a healthy relationship. Having your yeah. child back, like things fell into place because you kept pushing. Yeah. Talk about how when you, that aha moment, like, wait a second, I'm here. When, and not there. Okay. So before I hit that, I, not literal, like physical, but every way other possible, I died. Everything I knew of, I had to let die. Everything I have. I was taught that I taught myself die, and it felt literally like I was dying. If you do not feel like that you are at the lowest place ever, or that that you just lost something that you knew forever, I, I feel like that you need to go back try to end. So you're saying do what scares you to face yes. your fears, to face what yes. scares you, because like you said, you've never been anywhere. You never face that fear. That takes tremendous strength. I'm so yes. proud of you. And if you can do it, I know someone else can do it because there's someone that has no children that is in a life or death really, um, you know, yeah. traumatic experience there. But you did it with seven children and left one behind. I know there's a mother that's like, I can't do this. But they yeah. can. You did. You let it all go. You faced your fears. And you yeah. did it. And you're more than, you didn't just survive this traumatic experience. You yeah. came out beautifully excellent on the other side and still healing. Like And wasn't trying to. <laughs> that's the beautiful you, part. You have to work on yourself first. Whatever you show yourself you will get in return. And what did you show yourself? I showed myself my definition of love. And what is that definition? Because it's beautiful. Oh my gosh. My definition is just oh, true love. Like love without boasting. Love without judgment. Um, I let myself know that it was okay to be loved without being hurt. It's not... My definition of love is not pain. And you showed it to yourself first, right? You showed yourself that first. And I had to do that before I even showed my kids that. Oh, my God. Say that again. Say that again because it's mothers who sacrifice. And they tear themselves and they give everything to their children. But you have to first show yourself this love before you can show them. Because you can't. If you don't have anything to give your kids, it starts with yourself. You have to give yourself something to be able to give your kids or to be able to get somebody you're with. If you drain all that, you're giving nothing, period. And there's nothing left. Like you can only loop so far after that is death in the wrong way. Right. (laughs) Like you have nothing left and then you can't teach anymore. Like how are you going to help your kids if you're gone? Or if your mental is not there. So. Because mentally gone is worse than physically gone. There are a lot of people that are checked. Like they are gone mentally. Where they just go through the motions. They are literal zombies. Because they have been torn down so much. 
that and they don't know how to build themselves back up or they don't want to or they're comfortable there to where as though they are mentally gone. They are going through the motions every day and, and they feel like, well, I'm still here for my littles. I'm still here for my partner. I'm still yeah. here for my family. But talk about that, like mentally gone is worse than physically gone. It's, yeah, it's you doing your normal routine every day without even having to think about doing it. Or you're you driving to the store and not even paying attention which way you turn because you already knew which way you were going. It's nothing new in your life. You're stagnated. So how do you grow from nothing new? That does not work at all. And you become numb to the pain. You become you numb to everything else that comes on. Like anything can happen to you. And that's, that's why I say it's more dangerous and it's worse than physical death because physical death, there's an end to it. When you're mentally uh -huh. gone, you take any and everything thrown at you. You're not, existing is not living. And that's why more than a survivor is so important because just surviving doesn't mean you're living. You're just existing. You're just here. And you could still be in hell here. Yes. And so after you have depleted yourself so much, you don't have any more energy what's next those energies have to feed off something yes so it'd be the liveliness of your kids if you have kids that's what's next so um i i started from there it was me seeing myself stagnated me noticing i'm not changing anything i'm doing the same routine i have tried everything and it's getting worse usually it gets worse that's how you know you need to leave Everything you have tried possibly, and you have tried everything, does not work. And now at this point, it's escalating more to where it was before. And usually, you 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 know, you hear the little quiet voices is telling you it's it's getting worse. Like, what are you gonna do now? What now? Did you, you ever try to numb it? Like, did you ever try to numb it with just? unhealthy habits because some people when it gets that bad it gets that that dark they then try to numb it so they don't feel yeah. it anymore did yeah. you try that i did actually um man i have tried different alcohol um smoking uh on top of that there's people can numb it by trying to people please yeah. that's how you lose yourself because you try to oh well this didn't work so let me figure out what they like to make them happy yeah, and it didn't work and it still doesn't it work. Didn't work because you can't live for someone else you can't you can't even live for your kids right so you had this voice that was like this is not working this is getting worse you tried to numb the pain it didn't work yeah. and then you just you did it. You pulled the trigger. You left. You broke yeah. free. People don't talk about how hard that not, is mentally. It was it was not easy at all. Like you would think that'd be the last test that you have saying, okay, I'm leaving. No. No. I had tests from packing the bags, which when we left, everybody had one backpack. And that started from us leaving the situation because we didn't leave to go out of town for like a month. So you hid out where you were for a month before you literally left everything behind. Yes. That has so got to be horrible, mentally horrible, being on pins and needles in the same uh -huh. environment for uh -huh. a month before yeah. you go to a new environment. 
just trying yeah. to get away. Trying to get away. And see, that's what I think would really, where I realized that would hit to where I need something different completely is I had tried everything I knew. I called everybody I knew. And when I figured out, can't nobody help me but me. Yes. I start going on my own decisions. I had to block out everything I was taught and all the voices I was hearing then. Okay. The days, the days and the thems. Because the days will yes. tell you, you can go back and try again. The thems will mm -hmm. tell you, it's not that bad. Meanwhile, you're dying inside. But you did yeah. it. You were on pins and needles in your same environment for 30 days. Then you went yeah. to someplace new. And they don't tell you how difficult that is, but you did it. You survived yeah. this trauma. You yeah. did it. And it was very difficult. That means you really have to teach yourself something new every day. Every minute. Every minute because you can't grow knowing the same thing. Did you ever think that you wanted to go back? Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> Constantly. It was the idea of something new. It was scary. It was very scary. But you conquered but your fear. Yes, because after you hit one thing that you're feel for of and you conquer it, you're like, oh, okay, well, what else scared me? Yes. Let's go try something else to scare me. And when you, you notice that you're good at it and that you're actually learning, learning you, it feels, you won't never know. That's how you figure out what's your love definition. <laughs> when you figure out yourself. Then you know how to love yourself so then somebody else can know how to love you. And how is that? Because you people talk about receiving love after trauma. And that's something we really haven't dived into on this podcast yet is yeah. how difficult was it for you? But it's still doable to receive love after trauma, to turn down that, oh my God, this is the same or turn yeah. down the fear and actually yeah. receive love. But you started with you and that's huge. It started with you, but then you were uh -huh. able to receive that from someone else. Yeah. You really have to find somebody that has the same love definition as you. That's why it's so important to know you first, because if you don't know you first, how are you going to find somebody to take care of you? How do you let them know? Because if you've been going off of what other people have molded you into being, that's not your love definition. And that's why it's not working. And this this person supports your healing as well. Yes. Yes. And so it's just crazy me even still thinking about it. <laughs> uh, it's very difficult having a healthy relationship after a toxic relationship. And that's in every type of relationship. Friendships, um, you know, physical, being with a partner. Even with my children. Well, what makes it difficult and what makes it doable? Because things can be difficult, but they're still doable. So what right. made it difficult, but then how is it doable? What makes it difficult is me really leaving the past in the past. Oh, say that one more time, because that's super important. Yes. You had to do what? Leaving, yes, leaving the past in the past and not picking back up the baggage. Yes. That you dropped off while doing your healing. Yes. You can't. Uh, that's that's really big. That's really big. Thinking that it's going to repeat. Hmm. Because how do you can't leave your mental stuck in a place 
because that's where you're going to be stuck at. You can't receive new blessings if you're stuck in the same mental for months or even years before or with a different relationship. Because you can't gain anything. So then those blessings that you're supposed to have now in the current are held up because you're still in the past. So you have to bring yourself to the current to receive current blessings. That's really hard. (laughs) (laughs) But it's doable. What what made it so doable for you? Because you did it. And you did it phenomenally. You went from toxic and people pleasing to loving yourself to building up your life the way you wanted to with self-love to receiving love to here we go a little over a year after you changed your whole world you are happily married yes you are happily married and that gives hope to someone out there who is in a toxic situation who may have multiple children because baby you come with seven babies yeah and you reap you not only turned this situation around, but you got your child back, you showed them yeah. healthy, you practiced self-love, you stopped people pleasing, you started the yeah. healing work, you pulled yourself up from the darkness. Then not only did you pull yourself up from the darkness, but you did something that a lot of us it took it takes years to do, and that's open up your heart again to receive love. And here comes this beautiful soul that supports your healing supports you, supports the new lifestyle and the shift yeah. mentally and spiritually and put a ring on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what made it doable is that all the healing and all the self-change came from self. Yes. Once I learned that it was not who my partners I was with, once I learned it wasn't the people that hurt me, once I learned it wasn't the religion that hurt me, um, when I learned, when I cut out everybody. And you focused and on learned, you. Yes, focused on me, and I learned, because for me, I put a lot of my pain on other people. Mm. I put the blame on other people. You can't do that. You still make that last choice. At the end of the day, every last choice, you still make that last choice to do whatever it is, whatever situation you're in, you still make that last choice. It still starts at you. You put yourself in whatever position that you're in. You, you settle for whatever you're going for. Once I learned it was me, that made it doable because I'm in control of it. So I was like, so it's me. So I create my own reality. That makes it doable. It wouldn't be doable if I was looking at everybody else's or everybody else's relationship. It, it would not be doable. I would still be stagnated trying to get to where everybody else's was. But you focused on what made you happy by first learning yourself, then loving yes. yourself. And then you took that final step and opened yourself up to love without fear, without carrying the past into the present. And you were able to receive that. And that in itself is scary for some people because they're so stuck in the past. What if this person hurts me like the last person? What if this doesn't work? What if, what if I have too much? What if I am too much? What if I'm carrying too, you turned all of that down. You turned it off 
and you yes. were able to really get to a place where you opened your heart and you were able and, to receive you know, that. It's still crazy hearing it. <laughs> like it's like beyond me. It's too much for me to hear it still. Cause I'm still like, damn. <laughs> like, can I say damn? <laughs> yes. But you did it. And not only did you do it, but this is the question that people think, okay, you're not done though, are you? No. Like now it's learning how to be okay with myself being happy. Constantly. Ooh. I'm trying to be okay with myself being okay. That's where I'm at now. It does not stop because then you have to be okay with being okay. And it's like all this time I was a problem solver. Mm. Not a receiver. But now you're open to receive. You're open to receive yeah. love, but you still got to check yourself because I feel like some people get this illusion that healing is done. Healing is never done. It's never done. You're never done learning. If yes. you feel like you're done, you're stagnated and you need to check what's going on. So one final thing. What would you tell you in your darkest moment? What would you tell you? What would you go back and say to you that you know now that you didn't know then? What would you say to you? First of all, I would tell myself that it is not over. That I need to take a couple breaths and breathe. That it's okay to feel my emotion. It's okay to feel what's going on. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to feel that I'm not okay. And once I know that I'm not okay, it's okay to fix not being okay. And it's okay to find what makes me okay. It's okay to want to do and to do what I want to do and be happy. It's okay to be and happy. And cry the whole time doing it. Yes, because that's okay. powerful. It's it's okay to cry. I think we're taught that crying is a weakness, but crying is a beautiful release of emotion. And you have got to cry for the little you. You got to cry for the you that was hurt. You have to cry for the you becoming who you are meant to be. And you have to cry you have to, when it's over for all the you work have to you feel do. every emotion. If you don't feel every emotion, it's still going to be there until you notice it. Now, what do you, what keeps you going? Who are you becoming now? Oh, I am becoming this crazy ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I'm becoming what I was looking for. Oh, that's powerful. And what were you looking for? I were looking for somebody that didn't look for justification from other people. That's powerful. I'm becoming who I was looking for. And you are that yeah. person for seven little people. Yeah. And they yeah, see you happy. Me. They've seen the yeah. transition. How has it changed them? Ooh. Um, oh my gosh. There, I did not know that they felt everything that I felt. So even when you thought you were hiding it, they felt it. Mm-hmm. So my stagnation stagnated them. Mm. They knew something was wrong, so they couldn't learn past what I had already taught them. 
But since I had already lost myself, they couldn't grow anymore. So now I just see them. I'm just now learning my kids. That's yeah, I'm just now. They're they're blooming into. Um, actually, there's something. There's someone I was looking for. Yeah, it's totally different. Like it's not. Everybody's different. We are all not the same at all. They're they're very much so different. Now I can see them grow into their own being. They can see what they would like to do versus worried about what we have to do in the moment to survive. You found it's freedom. Very wonderful. You found freedom. Yes. Yes. That's beautiful. Yes. I'm so happy for you. Um, and I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you, you know, shedding light because there's someone that this, this can change their life. You know, just yeah. you sharing this. I know this wasn't easy to go back to that place and yes. to walk us through it. But I am so grateful that you did. And congratulations again. Um, yes. And keep going. So keep being who yes. you needed. Like that to me hit me in my chest. Like to be, to become who I needed. Like, oh my God. Like yeah. that. And what's crazy is. Just now, I just now realized that. That's okay. Who the hell am I looking for? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Yo. looking for myself. I've been running for myself. I'm looking for myself. That's beautiful. And My your journey mind. is beautiful. Um, I'm so, so proud of you for not giving up, for not giving in, for tapping in and finding the strength to be more, to, to more than just leave, to, to flourish, to fly, to find freedom. You are a beautiful soul. And those little people that look up to you are beautiful. And you inspire me to keep going. Yes. And, yes. And I appreciate you so much. Yes, because you know the little seed that you planted in me. <laughs> there's more. That there's more. That you can be more. And I don't think people realize that we get so consumed with the darkness. We get so consumed with just making it through that we forget. That there is so much more. We can do whatever we decide. We are yeah. whoever we, we decide to be. Out. Yes, we saw ourselves short. something good's happened, somebody be like, well, this must be too good to be true. No, this, that's just They're the beginning. for the bad. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, once you get there, it is just the beginning. I'm so happy for you. I thank you. Um, I'm going to just wrap this up with everybody and we'll be back next Sunday. This is season two of more than a survivor and realize that difficult is doable. You know, you can get through the darkness. Isn't it? You have to learn to love yourself. You have to be who you decide to be and you have to drown out the days. So that takes it back to who do you want to be? Are you comfortable in the darkness or do you want more for yourself? Are you loving yourself? Are you learning yourself? Are you liking yourself? Because if you don't love yourself, if you're constantly doing things to please other people and not finding yourself and loving yourself, you remain in darkness.
Peace and love to you all, and we'll see you next Sunday. Love and light.